Let's take a, a few minutes to settle in, let go of, as best we can, the, the habitual doings and ways of, of thinking and wanting. The habit of our karmic conditioning. And show up here with more presence, with more intentionality. To work with, to see, to understand and transcend any unhealthy or unbeneficial karma personally. Letting your senses be more awake and your body be more at ease, your heart open, warm, tender, and your mind not clinging. Mindful. Wake. Last week, we were introduced to the, the 12 links of interdependent co-arising or uh, dependent origination. 
And we took a slightly closer look at the first three links, ignorance, volitional formations, or karmic fruit, and consciousness. So in, a, in these next couple minutes, let's just open up to these in our experience. This being present, this act of presence that we're, we're engaging in right now, is a means to, to illuminate, to, to transform uh, ignorance with mindfulness, with understanding. Can you see this in this act of, of presence showing up more intimately with this moment? Can you feel this presence as a means to be an antidote to ignorance? Can you see more clearly how this mind is formed right now? Kind of moods or qualities of heart and, and thinking are here. heart and mind as this continuous flow, ebb and flow of change.
kind of like when you sit outside and watch nature, today's a neat day. You sit and watch and you, the fruit of all the volition, the momentum. And today there's all these winds. They didn't come out of nowhere. And this is what it looks like. This is what it feels like. One formation leads to the next. Our mind and heart works the same way. reveals the third link, consciousness. It's a, a kind of quality of knowing, and it's conditioned too. This formations of mind, the karmic fruit of the mind, inclines our consciousness in a particular way. I'm going to introduce the next few um, links in, in this list of dependent origination. And remembering that this list is called dependent origination, but it does all of the Dharma, all of the teachings are, are manifestations and reflections of dependent origination. And this one just happens to have the name. It's another helpful set of components that point to a way to, to break free from the cycle of unnecessary suffering, often called samsara. <clears throat> and in these Thursday classes, by the way, I'm, I'm going to use a lot of the traditional terms because it's a group that seems comfortable with them <laughs> and they're just helpful to, to remember. So if you ever... Uh, have any questions about a, a term and want more clarification on it, just let me know and we can discuss it a little bit more. Sara is the cycle of this habitual kind of getting swept up in 
and our karmic volition in an unconscious way that creates habits of seeing and thinking and it tends to to produce unnecessary suffering and to transcend samsara is to to recognize these links and use them in a way that creates healthy karmic conditioning so we went over ignorance volitional formations and consciousness and the fourth link is called name and form or nama rupa and this fourth link uh, comes after consciousness first there is the ignorance of not seeing how things work and then when we transform ignorance we see the volition of our heart and mind the way that it's composed how it's functioning how it's active how it's blossoming this mood that you're in the way that you're thinking right now is the result of karmic conditioning the volition of past experience leading into present moment experience and this quality of mind shapes the kind of consciousness that we have and this kind of consciousness that we have determines what we start to pay attention to if our mind is inclined in in one way let's say that it's inclined in a way that that just just has been raised up in, in just such trusting environments for example just a child who let's say a child who is is so well loved and, and cared for and, and nourished and, and happy that child might not be aware necessarily of particular styles of suffering because they haven't seen it they haven't experienced it before so they wouldn't be paying attention to it in a particular way or maybe we haven't been exposed to terminology that might be offensive to some representing painful situations and because we haven't been exposed to that we don't know and we might say that and, and we might pick particular words so the way that our formations of our mind have formed affects the way that we pay attention to things our consciousness the name and form the nama rupa the fourth one name and form is is the way that that our mind starts to categorize experiences so it's perceptions it's the memories it's the it's the name is sometimes referred to as mind but the mind is the way that we perceive things remember things categorize things the form is is the the, the form of the body <clears throat> and how the body is set up in this present moment so consciousness the way that that our consciousness is inclined determines the way that we perceive things remember things uh, approach things make meanings out of things so we name the forms we have this kind of the way that we know the world if our name and form has been formed out of ignorance and just the habit of mental formations and and we're not aware of how we're conscious of our experience our name and forms we might cling to they might be clouded they might be incomplete or, or inaccurate so this is the way that we make meaning of things the fifth link is the sixth sense doors i'm sorry i'm being repetitive but I, I find this helpful we have these volitional formations that's the inclination of our mind in this moment our heart and our mind it makes us pay attention in a particular way the way that we pay attention and the habits and the volition of our mind created our conditioned memories the way that we learn things and so we also have these six senses the sense of the mind and the five senses 
that are these things that are ready to be in contact with the world. They're the tools that we use to be in contact with the world. It's our readiness. So then the sixth link is called contact. So then we have the formation of our mind, the way that we're conscious. We have the primed perceptions and labels. We're ready to be in contact with our experience with the six senses. And then we do come into contact with the world. Things come into contact with our feelings, our, our skin, our body, in contact with our ear, with our eyes and our nose and our mind. So contact means that there is an object, whether it's an internal object, like a thought or an emotion or a memory or a perception or the volitional formations of our mind. And it's also contact with our world, another through our other senses, then it's the consciousness that is able to see that. And it's our sense organ. So there's three components that make up contact. And contact, when does that happen? In the present moment. In our present moment experience. Contact is, is this kind of magical <laughs> experience that starts to, to instigate and give rise to a certain way of interactivity with our world. And a lot of things arise, which leads to number seven, which is, I'm going to pause right after I, I say this one, is the feeling tones. At any point in contact, according to our volition, according to our names, <laughs> our perceptions, the way that we make meaning out of things, our experience is what? Either pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. In these first seven that we've gone over, all of these are causative. They're cause and effect. N none of these are these fixed qualities. They're all dependent on sets of internal and external causes and conditions. The way that we're conscious depends on our formations. The way that um, we name things depends on, on our consciousness and formations. The way that we are in contact with the world depends on our six senses. There's that moment of contact, and our feeling tone is dependent on all those preceding factors. Here's what we're thinking. Here's what we're feeling in this present moment. How much of it did we choose? It just arose. It arose out of these causes and conditions. Someone gives us a compliment, depending on the state of consciousness and the formations that we have, the way that we're reading <laughs> that compliment, we might be feel good about it, or we might feel insecure about it depends on the constellation. So everything in this list is is not set in stone, it's impermanent, there's no fixed kind of quality to it. It just depends on the conditions that are here. When we're ignorant to this experience, what do we believe? that pleasant thing to be truly unpleasant <laughs> that or that that pleasant thing to be the pleasant thing the unpleasant thing to be truly unpleasant and bad and, and wrong <clears throat> uh, so I want to pause there because I think it's important to stop and and contemplate <laughs> and, and see if we can what does this bring up does it resonate do you see this already do you experience this already what does this mean? So as best as you, you can this week, see if you can go through these first six especially, but also noticing the feeling tone since it's so important 
that happens at these six senses, but hold that lightly. Just recognize, oh, I'm perceiving this as pleasant or unpleasant, or if you're familiar with the worldly and unworldly, you can think of it in that way too. But just this moment of contact. Wow, it's been conditioned externally and internally by all these preceding things. It's amazing how liberating this is when we can incline our mind to start to perceive in this way. May we all become more awake, happy and free. May we enjoy the fruits of our practice. May we be here for one another and may our practice and our wakefulness help all those we come into contact and can we let go enough, be generous enough to ourselves uh, to receive the support of others? Thank you, thank you. See you next time. Good to see you.